Hey, uh, welcome to Refuge. How's everyone doing? Good? Awesome. Your summer's going well. I feel like I haven't been here in forever. I guess I really haven't been. It's been like three weeks. But uh, anyways, that was a good recap of our Thailand uh, team. We're back. And really, that's kind of what this whole night's about. Let me kind of set it up. If you're brand new to Refuge, this is going to be a very different night. So uh, welcome for your first time. Uh, but this is going to look a lot different. Normally, we're going through series uh, um, where we'll look at, you know, chapters of the Bible or we'll look at kind of sections of scripture. This whole summer, we're going through the parables of Jesus, uh, which is the stories that Jesus told all throughout uh, the Gospels. But today, we wanted to, uh, we, we took 11 students that are your age to Thailand uh, the last two weeks. Uh, we got back on last Monday. Uh, actually, a week ago, right now, we we're, I think, flying to Tokyo, Japan, which is crazy to think about that. But Tokyo, Japan is where we were in the air too, where you guys were having refuge with Seth preaching. Um, but uh, yeah, we kind of wanted to dedicate a whole night to, and here's why we wanted to do that, is uh, I really, really believe with all my heart that every one of you should go on a mission trip somewhere. That doesn't mean you have to go to Thailand. That doesn't mean you have to, you know, raise the $2,500 to go across the world. I think you should. It's an eye-opening experience, but um, you need to go somewhere. And so we wanted to take a, uh, just a few minutes tonight, just before camp. By the way, who's going to camp? Anyone excited about that? It's going to be pretty exo- awesome. That was really lame. Everyone just raised their hand. This isn't school. You can cheer and scream and yell. It's okay. Um, who's going to camp? Thank you. Um, but anyways, here, here's why, just to set it up before, I'm going to talk a lot less tonight. Uh, I'm going to invite the whole team to come up here three by three, and we're going to kind of interview them, and you guys are going to get kind of get to hear from them and not hear from me. Uh, but before I do that, I kind of wanted to set it up. Um, why I believe it's important for the people in this room to go on a mission trip is, I think you can agree with me that when your generation gets a hold of something, uh, they don't let it go very easily. You know, when, when, when the younger generation or, you know, I don't know what your generation's called. Does anyone know what this generation's called? I think I'm generation. <laughs> stupid. That was good. Generation stupid. So when generation stupid gets a hold of something, they don't let it go. Uh, like, you know, this new ask.fm thing. I wish you'd let it go. Because my Twitter feed is, like, full of it, and it's like nobody cares about these questions. Stop answering them. And whoever's asking them, stop asking them. Uh, But seriously, when you guys get a hold of something, you don't let it go. They were like, oh, my gosh, this stupid question was asked to me yesterday, and I just stopped talking. Um, But seriously, when when I believe if you were to get on a plane and go somewhere at this age, it it might be even more impactful because you're going to see something that's going to impact the rest of your life. And so we say here at Refuge that we want everyone to go somewhere. That's kind of the thing. You saw it in the video. It's in the back of the room. We want every one of you to go somewhere. And now if that's Salt Lake City with a church plant that we have up there called Grace City Church, then go to Salt Lake City. If that's just serving during exposure and going somewhere in our city, do that. Because some of you younger students, you can't get on a plane. You have to be 15 to go on an overseas mission trip with us. But when you get 15, go somewhere on an overseas mission trip. Why? Because we believe it will change your life. And tonight I want you to know we're not bragging. This isn't like, hey, I want nine students to come up here and tell you how awesome they are and how much closer to Jesus they are now because of this trip and you're not as close. No, that's not the point. The point is not to brag. The point of tonight is to motivate you to say, man, I did not think I could go on a trip. I did not think I could, um, you know, raise $2,500. I did not think I could be one of them. And 
I'm hearing from them and they're just like me. They, they're, they go to my school. They, they're my age. They're, they're the same as me. And so tonight, a hope is a motivator for you to, man, anybody can go on this trip. If you're 15 years old, the next time we say, hey, we're going to Thailand 2014, I hope the whole roster is full of names that right now maybe don't think they could go, but they're just going to trust God and say, God, if you want me on this trip, you're going to go. I can name a bunch of people that are going to be sitting in these seats in a few minutes that came up to me and said, Scott, there's no way I'm going to be able to go on this trip. And I said, hey, just pray and ask God to provide if he wants you to go. And they came. And God provided. Now, does that mean God's going to provide every time? No, maybe there's a reason he wants you to stay here, but we want to motivate you tonight. Here's what I want you to hear before I shut up and I let them come up. The only thing you need, don't, don't think you need to be at some spiritual mountaintop to go on a mission trip. Like, okay, now I go to church, I'm kind of that spiritual level, and then maybe, maybe I'll start serving in church, I'll be at that spiritual level. And when, once I get to this pinnacle, then I'll go somewhere on a mission trip. Like, that's huge spiritual big stuff. Here's what I want you to hear. The only thing you need to go on a mission trip is a passion for Jesus and a plane ticket. That's it. Or a pastor for Jesus and a van to go to Salt Lake City or a pastor for Jesus and a roster that we're going to sign up to go to exposure. I don't know what kind of mission opportunity you're talking about, but that's all you need. You just have to say, as we say at Hope, you're going to put your yes on the table and say, God, I want to be involved in your activity in Las Vegas, in Boulder City, in Salt Lake City, in San Diego, wherever you might want to go, to Thailand, to Zambia. Uh, When we start reaching the Wadi people, which is an unreached people group we're trying to reach here at Hope, and we start taking trips there, wherever God might have you go, you just say, yeah, God, if you would provide, I want to go. And so tonight, what we want to do is we just want to kind of interview some people uh, and, uh, and kind of let them share their heart. And I hope this isn't there's two ways you can look at this tonight, and, and then we'll invite them up. Two ways you could say, well, this is boring, I don't care. Or they're saying, man, they're just like me, and I want to in- totally engage in what they're saying right now. And take notes, and, you know, take personal notes to say, man, this could be me next year. I'm going to invite three people up first, and then we'll kind of take rotation. So the first three people, and when I say their names, you can cheer for them really, really loud. Um, after I say the third name, you know, graduations, they say don't cheer after every name because you won't hear the next names. Don't worry about it if you don't know what I'm talking about. Macy, Ashlyn, and Sierra. Come on up here. I have your, I have your seats right here. Um, your microphone is going to be right here. I don't know if this is going to reach actually all the way. You might have to scoot over, Macy. Um, yeah, scoot over a little bit. You guys all kind of scoot over. Yeah, all of us. So it'll actually reach Sierra. So what we're going to do here before we start, each, each group... Tell, tell us your name and what grade you were in last year and what school you went to. Because some of you guys are graduated, and so you don't really have a grade right now. So go ahead. Okay. I'm Sierra. Um, I was a senior last year, and I went to Bishop Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Ashlyn, and I just graduated from Foothill. <laughs> Um, I'm Macy. I just graduated and from Coronado. All right, here's what we're going to do. Um, the first question is going to be a fun one because here's the deal. If you think mission trips are boring, this team could tell you this trip was crazy fun. Uh, like we I'll, I'll tell you a quick story real quick. Um, on, we're, we go to serve at this city called Ubon. And so we're, um, we go to Ubon and, and we're in this hotel. Am I going to take your story? Are you going to tell my story? I don't want to tell your story. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I tell you, I don't want to do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to take your story. Uh, what we're going to do, I want, I, I want you guys to answer this question. What was uh, the, the funniest thing that happened on this trip? Um, start with you, Macy. Okay. Well, there's a lot of funny stuff, but 
The funniest day was we went to this, um, we went into Ubon, like Scott was starting to say, and we had like, we were doing this concert thing, and by we, I mean like we were in the audience, but Scott and Hannah were singing. Um, but anyway, so that didn't start until 12, so we had like the whole morning to just hang out or whatever. So some people went and got like a $5 massage or something, which I heard was great, but I didn't do that. Um, so me, Scott, Hannah, Cheyenne, and originally Clay <laughs> were going to this water park that was like attached to the hotel slash mall that we're staying at. And so we go there and we see this sign <laughs> and it says that you can't wear your own bathing suit like into the water park and you have to rent one from them. And the picture is a guy in a Speedo and goggles and a swim cap. And we're like, oh no. <laughs> so we go up there and we're like asking them and they're like, oh yeah, you can't wear those. So we're like, okay, what are you gonna do? So Misha and Hannah ended up wearing like these, I don't even know, swim dresses, <laughs> like flowery, they were so fashionable. And then Scott had to wear this Speedo, like, <laughs> I mean, it was like knee length, but it was still Speedo, you know, but Clay, anyway. Clay bailed immediately. Oh, yeah. Like Clay I said, like, Clay, are you no. not going with me? He goes, no, dude, I'm going back to the room. I'm going back. <laughs> so here I am, the only guy in a Speedo. It's awkward. <laughs> so we finally get into the water park after whatever the whole Speedo incident. We get in there, and we realize, like, everyone in there is under 12 but us. <laughs> <laughs> we're like walking around like first of all we stick out because we're Americans then we stick out because we're over 12 um, and so we start going on this water slide and there's only it's a water park there's two slides <laughs> so we start going up on the highest one and we have like the GoPro cam so we're like let's film ourselves so we're like okay everybody go like right after each other so I think it was like Hannah me Scott Cheyenne so we went like one second after each other so the water is slow, so we're going like, but then all of a sudden it picks up really fast, and so I've got the camera, and I'm just like, duh, duh, duh. I pass it to Scott, and all of a sudden Scott comes barreling around the corner, and I, next thing I know, he kicks me in the head. <laughs> anyway, we got it all on camera. I have to see it later. It's a good video. It's a good video. <laughs> a little slow-mo action so you can actually see him kicking me in the head, but... Um, yeah, so that was hilarious, and then that was it. <laughs> Ashlyn, what was the funniest part of this trip for you? Um, I don't know about, like, one part, but, like, it, all the days at VBS, all the kids would come up to us and have us sign, like, our Facebook names on, like, papers and stuff, and sometimes they wouldn't have papers, so, like, I'd be signing, like, their arms and stuff, and, like, just a bunch of Thai kids would be walking around with, like, Ashlyn Marlowe on their arm. <laughs> Ashlyn and, is uh, legit. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter name. Yeah, but... And then, um, so I have, like, 40 new Thai friends on Facebook, and I don't, like, know who any of them are, but I signed their papers, so I thought that was really funny. Awesome. And, I mean, it wasn't really that funny, but it was, like, different. <laughs> <laughs> it was different because I felt famous, and I was like, sure. So, yeah. Sierra, funniest, funniest thing that happened? Um, I think the funniest thing was, okay, so we were bowling at the, like, big hotel, mall, whatever this place was. Um... And so we were, it was like me, Mary, Taylor, and I think it was, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> and um, 
one of the one of the guys there, Mike, he was like dancing, and we had like this little group going, like we were dancing in the back. And the only music they had that was American was Lincoln Park. So, <laughs> so we were dancing to Lincoln Park, and Mary was trying to teach Mike to Dougie, and it was really funny because he wouldn't like do it full out, and he'd just like quit, and he'd be like, "Okay, go." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is awesome. All right. Um, next question. You could, yeah, let's start with you, Ashlyn. Um, what was it about the, the Thai people or the Thai culture that most impacted you? Like what, what are you now thinking about differently now that you see, you know, this, this picture on the screen? Like what most impacted you about the Thai culture or the Thai people? Um, really just like how awesome all the people were. Like they were all so – like selfless and loving and so fast to like be your friend and I mean they didn't understand like anything we were ever saying but they acted like they did and they were like <laughs> I'm like they didn't know but yeah they were just really awesome and they always put us before themselves and like I've met people in America like them but never like an entire town because like everyone we met was like them and it was just really awesome <laughs> And, like, halfway through, I was like, oh, I hate America. I'm never going back. <laughs> Everyone's so stupid there. <laughs> Generation stupid. Generation stupid, yeah. Uh, Macy? Okay. Um, the thing that most impacted me was, okay, I'm going to tell you a story. So we all, oh, we all were, like, sitting on this wall thing after VBS was over. And I don't know why I said wall because it wasn't a wall. But it was just, like, a line of chairs. <laughs> and so, like, they're still speaking in Thai and doing, like, Thai dances and stuff. Um, but we're all just sitting there, like, oh, my God, it's so hot. Okay, so we have this huge fan in front of us. Okay, imagine this. All of us sitting in chairs. All the kids are sitting on the floor in lines. They bring us, like, Thai teas, and we're just, like, lounging around, but still, like, oh, my gosh, it's so hot. I had a spray bottle. I'm, like, spraying myself. Like, it's so hot here. Um, so... We're like, okay, this is lame. But it wasn't lame. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, so one day we had to go. Um, Scott was doing like an illustration, so we all had to go sit like with the kids, which we're like, okay, this will be fine. Okay, we thought it was hot sitting with the huge fan in front of us. It was so hot sitting with the kids. And while I was down there, I was just thinking, like, if there was somebody next to me that spoke English, like, I would totally be complaining right now. But, like, there wasn't. So I wasn't complaining, but, you know, if there was, I would. But I, <laughs> I was just thinking, like, they're so content. Like, like, they just didn't complain. Like, the kids were just happy to be there and happy to be um, at school, which when we're at school, we're like, oh, school. But they were just awesome. Like, they weren't complaining about it being hot. They weren't complaining about sitting on the floor in straight lines. So that was just awesome that something that God has been teaching me since I've been back, like, chill out and be content. Awesome. Sierra, what about you? What was the, what was the thing that most impacted you about the culture that we spent 10 days in? Um, I think the thing that impacted me the most was kind of what Ashlyn said, like, how everyone is just so serving and they're so selfless and, like, all the kids are so happy to see you. Like, it's hot. Like, you sweat a lot. And, it's just, like, they get through it, and, like, they make it so worth it. You could be in the worst mood possible, and you could be so tired, and you forget all about it because you just see them come in, and they'd just be smiling, and it's just awesome to see that they're so happy and so, like, giving and loving. Yeah. Awesome. Give it up for these three. Yes.
You guys can go and have a seat. Here, I'll take that. What? Um, before I invite the other three up, I, I want to just highlight something they all kind of pointed to. Um, you know, how many of you have been on a mission trip? Raise your hand. Mission trips? Okay, awesome. If you haven't raised your hand, it's cool. Uh, let me kind of give you my backstory. I was, I was actually a pastor, and I'd never been on a mission trip, which is a total pastor fail. But, um, like, in 2011, um, I had never been on a mission trip. Other than, you know, local stuff, exposure. And um, Pastor Tom, who's my boss here, Macy's, Macy and Clay's dad, uh, he said, hey, Scott, I want you to go uh, to Thailand. And I was like, okay. Uh, I've, I've never even been to, you know, Salt Lake City or San Diego or Mexico or one of like the shorter you can drive there mission trips. He goes, yeah, I want you to, you know, fly 24 hours to, to Thailand. I want you to lead this VBS for about 500 Buddhist kids. And I was just like, oh my gosh, no way. And, and here's what I thought and, and maybe some of the team members thought or maybe you think right now if you've ever been on a mission trip. Uh, it's easy to think we're the Americans. We're going to go on a mission trip and serve and we got the goods and we are going to share those goods with the world. Um, and maybe I'm just a horrible person, but that's kind of what I thought is, man, I'm working on this. I'm working on this VBS. It's going to be amazing. These 500 Buddhist kids aren't going to know what hit them. I'm going to get there with my American team and we're just going to blow the socks off of Thailand. And we get there and for the last three years now, every year I am more ministered to and more served and more blown away. And God does more in my life personally than I think I did in other people's lives. Now God uses you. God used all 17 of us that just went on this trip in a big way. Man, people were probably impacted for life. Hopefully, God will do that through us. But 17 people got back on a plane last Sunday or last Monday and came back different because of this trip. And that's the, that's the deal with mission trips that maybe you don't think about is you think you're going to go change somebody, but really God changes you on the field. Um, and so that's another motivator to go, man. If you are like, man, I'm kind of at this place where my relationship with God, maybe one of the things you need, like a shot in the arm is go see his world from his perspective on the other side of the, of the, of the planet and you'll get your world rocked. And so, um, that was something cool that they shared. It's that, that man, people, you get served on a mission trip more than you think you will. Um, and that changes you. So I'm about the other, the next three up, this is Mary Taylor and Clay. Give it up for Mary Taylor and Clay. Go ahead and grab that mic right there, Taylor. Um, again, say your name and what school you currently go to. And since you guys are not all seniors, you can say what grade you're going into. Hi, I'm Taylor Webb. I go to Lake Mead Christian Academy, and I will be a senior next year. Hi, I'm Mary Tatlock. I will be a senior next year, and I go to LVA. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Clay. And next year, I'll be in 11th grade at Coronado High School. Start with you, because uh, yours was just awesome. Uh, what was your favorite part of the trip, Clay? I think I know it, but what was your favorite part of the trip? Well, my favorite part of the trip was, first, I have to paint you a picture. So... <laughs> So we're doing VBS, and it just happened to, my, it happened to be my birthday. So they call me up and, like, put me in the front of the, like, little stage area and, like, singing, oh, happy birthday. So the rest of the week, I don't know if it's because I was white or because I'm just super handsome. <laughs> but 
all the kids just like loved me like like no one's business. And by kids he means girls. Hey. Hey. So, <laughs> so like the next morning I came in, well, that day, like they came over, you know, taking pictures, like asked me to sign stuff for Facebook. And then the next morning I come in, I don't know why I was late, but I was later than everybody else. Everybody else was on stage. And like they I walk in with some stuff and they all just start screaming. <laughs> like, well, okay. <laughs> so uh, that was my that was the best moment of the trip for me. He was he was definitely like Justin Bieber uh, there. Like it was it was ridiculous. All the things you see of Bieber where like the girls are like screaming in an octave you can't understand. That's that's what was happening. And then like one of the Thai teachers like kissed him on the cheek and every girl was like ah crying, signing autographs for like twenty minutes. Clay was it was crazy. It was cra- I mean seriously though, can you blame him? Look at this guy. <laughs> Mary, what about you? What was your favorite part of the trip? Okay, so my favorite part of the trip was while we were there, we were paving a road in the evening, and it was just really awesome because, like, doing the VBS is incredible, but, like, you're kind of the special team from America, and, you know, all the kids are, like, loving you, and they just, like, treat you really awesome, but, like, paving the road and just having those little moments with everyone was, like, experiencing real life with them and, like, every day and really being a part of their community. And that was just a really unifying experience. And that was, like, all my favorite moments from the trip were when I got to have, like, one-on-one conversations with people, you know, walking back and forth in the mission house with some of the kids and stuff like that, singing with them. So, like, that was my favorite part of the trip, definitely. That's awesome. Taylor, what about you? Um, My favorite part would definitely have to be the last day closing VBS worship ceremony. Or not ceremony, but just our worship set. Because... You go on stage, and there's 500 Buddhist kids that you just got to spend three days with, make connections with. Like, they're people you care about, and you standing there in front of them, being an example, like worshiping Jesus, and like hearing all these little kids like sing J E S U S. Like, the fact that they're grow up Buddhist, like they might not have heard about Christ without going to that school, it just makes the mission field seem a little smaller. So, yeah. that's awesome. And we'll we'll start with you. Um, Taylor, for the next question, what was it that God challenged you most with on this trip? Um, you know, he really just challenged me to see him and get to know him better. Like, it's one thing to always be taught and always, like, have that knowledge in your mind. Like, oh, yeah, God's the same. He's a big God. He works everywhere. But it's one thing to, like, go there and see it and, like, to be able to go there and be, and, like, we, at that concert thing that Macy was talking about, we, like, sang hallelujah with them and we were all able to worship the same God. It just... It changes your perspective, and I think it enables you to evangelize more easily just having that realization of God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot God challenged me with on this trip, but a lot of it was previously to actually going because how Scott was talking about earlier, I was one of those kids who was like, there's no way that I can go. Like, I, ever since last summer when Pastor Vance gave a you know, sermon at summer camp about missions and the need for missions in the world, God really put a calling on my heart for missions and to be a missionary. And I knew like a trip was happening to Thailand, but I was like, there's no way I can go. Like My family makes like no money at all. So I was like, there's no way I can go. But I met with Pastor Neil, and he really encouraged me to go. So I got the info from Scott and everything. And I was already like late for one meeting. Like I missed one meeting and stuff. So I was like, there's like $100 due next week, and you have to go get a passport like tomorrow, and you have to like fill out all this stuff. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why would God put like something on my heart so heavily, but make it like 
like it's I'm gonna put my family in like a really bad place if this is like the wrong decision and I started like to think like what if I'm just being like dumb like what if God's really not telling me to go I'm just convincing myself but I was really broken at that time and God showed me first uh, John 5 14 through 15 which says it is this confidence which we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will then we know that he hears us and if we know that he if he hears us in whatever we ask then we know that we have the request which we asked of him so that was like mind-blowing for me and like that was like my theme verse I guess you could say for this whole process of just trusting God and his will and seeing how big he is and that you know obviously I went on the trip and God provided for everything so it was just really awesome to see him work in such an awesome way. Um, I think the thing that God challenged me the most with was like to stop being so selfish and I never really considered myself to be super selfish but then like you go over there and everybody from the entire village like comes out we were like paving a road I say paving but it was like concrete but yeah so we're like paving a road the entire like all the guys are out there working and we're on a mission trip like we're getting served like this awesome food they're fixing it all day and I'm just like aren't we the ones who are supposed to be serving here Mm -hmm. so like I think that's really what God put in my heart is I need to stop being so selfish Awesome. Give it up for these three. Give it up. One of the things that uh, I think Taylor said um, that I was actually challenged with this trip, you know, this, again, this is my third year going on the same trip. And so, um, you know, one of the things that we do at the end of each VBS day is we have like this worship rally and um, we, uh, we play songs that are easy for them to understand. And so we don't do the ones like we just did here tonight. Like those are a little more difficult. Plus they're a little more difficult for the Thai band to learn. And so we do like songs that we would normally sing at Hope for Kids. If you don't know what Hope for Kids is, it's our elementary school ministry here. But there's songs like Happy Day. And there's these songs that like me and Mark Overlean wrote for Hope, like J-E-S-U-S. All it does is, you know, spell Jesus's name. And, and I, I kind of get in this mode where like, I'm just like, oh yeah, these are kids songs and you're dancing. Well, I turn around and like some of our team is like worshiping to this, these songs. And I'm like, oh wow, I feel horrible. Cause here I am, I'm dancing, having a good time. And then, uh, later we, we had kind of a church on Sunday morning. We were actually in a hotel. And so we just packed in a room and kind of had church together. We just kind of shared and we sang songs together and, uh, just our team. And I think Hannah, I don't know if she's still in here, but I think she's the one that mentioned, Happy Day was so big for her. You know the song, I don't know if you know it. Oh, Happy Day, you washed my sin away. Okay, it's like a kid's song, but like the words are the gospel. Like, oh, Happy Day, Jesus washed my sin away. And so she said, it was so huge for me to look out. And maybe they didn't know exactly what they were singing quite yet, but there was 500 Buddhist kids singing the gospel. Like, oh, Happy Day, Jesus washed my sin away. I'll never be the same. And that really hit home for me kind of on the way home on on the plane ride home. I was journaling a little bit like how even on this trip that I've been on for three years now, I take things for granted like that. Like here, here we are, we go to minister to these Buddhist children and, uh, we taught them a song. We, 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 there was other elements of the gospel, a lot of other elements. We actually taught them the gospel via the Bible and stuff. But in, in the worship setting, we just taught them some songs. And now if that song comes on the not the radio. They're not going to play that in the radio there. I don't know. If they somehow come across that song, they're going to know the hand motions and know the words. And maybe we can pray that God would say, this is what the words actually mean. And so that was huge for me too, just to, just to be challenged with not even the little things God uses, like 
Hope for Kids songs that I just dance to, God could change someone's eternity because of those songs. And so, um, again, something was, I was challenged with. I'm going to invite the last three up. Uh, this is Kay Ray, Chandler, and Cheyenne. Give it up for them. Again, if you see uh, Luke Dean or, um, or Marissa Tiemann, high-five them and ask them how their trip went because they're the two that couldn't be here tonight. Uh, but Luke, is, I think, is going to be a junior at LVA, and then uh, Marissa's going to be a junior at Calvary Chapel, I think. Um, maybe I'm wrong on that. But who are you guys, and what grades are you in? Oh. Hi, I'm Cheyenne. Um, I go to LMCA, and I'll be a senior. Hi, I'm Kay Ray. Um, I just graduated from Foothill. Hi, I'm Chandler. I just graduated from Gorman. Awesome. Uh, what was the funniest part of the trip for you guys? Um, so for me, the funniest part of the trip was we were just got done eating dinner or something, and there was this woman who came with us named Christina, and we were messing around, and I went to sit on her lap, and the chair broke. <laughs> <laughs> and it was seriously the funniest moment of my entire life. These are, these are pretty flimsy chairs, but yeah, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Okay, um, the funniest moment for me wasn't really funny, but <laughs> it is now looking back. Um, we had to take these boats to the Buddhist temple, and um, we were going down the Mekong River, and like there's Thailand on this side and Laos on this side. And Laos is, I don't know, you guys don't know, but it's like a country completely cro- closed to Christianity. And um, so the drivers of the boats, I don't know, are they called drivers? I don't know, the boat drivers, um, they decided to stop at this little island, and Scott and Hannah and um, this, this guy Wong, they decided to go cliff. Y'all just this guy. <laughs> just this guy Wong. I am so sure. Beautiful girl on the trip. Um, this guy Wong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, they're all jumping, like cliff jumping, whatever. And then the next thing we know, the Laos police show up. We didn't know, though. We, <laughs> yeah. They just had they just guys with do-rags on. Yeah, on like a, <laughs> they did not have, like, police on their yeah, boat. police. And then oh, these I didn't guys see that. In regular clothes just show up, and they're like, hey, you got to go, but in Thai, so we don't understand. But Wong, I guess, was like, okay, we got to go. So we're all walking back, and then, but you have to climb over all these rocks. And so we're trying to get back to our boats, and then they come back again a second time and tell us to leave. And then we finally left, and we get back to the mission house, and we didn't really think anything of it. And then Chance Moan, the, like, leader of the whole village, whatever he is. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, he told us that if they would have came back again, we would have gotten taken into Laos. And uh, <laughs> I know it's not funny, but just imagine, <laughs> just imagine that text to all of our parents, like, hey, we're in a Laos, pl- like, prison. <laughs> Let you know what happens. I promise you, that will never happen again. I, I promise know, you. I know, I know. So if you're ever <laughs> on a mission trip. <laughs> this is great motivator, Kay Ray. Great. Um, I think the funniest moment was actually when we were coming back on the boats. Um, like we were on our way to a temple. That's where we were going. And the boats pulled into like this little muddy area. Um, and we just thought it was like a little mud, you know? <laughs> K-Ray gets out of the boat and seriously falls like to her thigh in mud. <laughs> um, and so there was no way out. Like we all had to just like get in this disgusting mud and we were like all trudging through the mud. Like, um, and so yeah, that was hilarious. And we had to like, all these monks are like looking at us all weird because we're like about to walk in a temple. Um, but yeah, it was funny. Awesome. Uh, just as we finish up tonight, what was, uh, what's something that was huge for you guys that, that now you're bringing back and going to kind of plug into your lives? And now that you're different because of Thailand, what, what is um, that? I feel like for me personally, I just um, got to know God a whole lot better. Like, 
and I got to know myself a whole lot better. Like, I've been on this trip before, um, and God just rocked my life in a completely new way, like, just learning um, about some of my brokenness and about some of the things I deal with, and with that, like, God healing me a lot on this trip, and um, so, yeah, I feel like I definitely come back with a deeper understanding of who I am and who Christ made me to be. Um, I feel like for me, um, one of the days we did, like, a youth outreach type thing, it was, like, a concert, and um, so a bunch of the Thai people were there, a bunch of Thai um, teenagers, and um, our band was playing some worship music, and then their band was playing some worship music, too, and um, we sang, like, 10,000 Reasons and Oh, Happy Day, and it was really cool just to see, um, like, just worshiping and hearing, like, they would sing, like, they sang How Great Thou Art, and they sang it in their language, and we were all worshiping in English, and it was so cool just to see, like, they're worshiping in their own language, and we're worshiping in our own language, and it, um, I think that a lot of times I make God really small, and I don't trust him with a lot of things. I didn't even trust him, like, going on this trip. I didn't think that I'd be able to pay for it, and God totally provided, you know, and um, just, like, when we were worshiping, and, like, we all sang hallelujah, and it was all us worshiping God in the same language, and, like, just, like, seeing how big he is, and, like, even across the world, there's people that are serving him, and and I always think, like, oh, there's so many unreached people, and, like, how are we gonna serve in Thailand and Africa, but there's people all over serving him, you know, and it's just really cool to see how big he is. It's awesome. Um, The thing that, like, really impacted me was how much they, like, love each other. Like, I personally feel like I can be very selfish with who I give my love to because I don't want to get hurt. But you walk into the village, and they're just open arms giving you gifts, telling you that they love you, telling you that they're going to cry when you leave, and they hope you come back. And it's just stuff like that. It's just how can they be so open to love us when they know we're leaving, but why can't I? Like, So it's just like I'm coming back trying to love people the way they loved me. That's awesome. Give it up for these three. Well, all the people that shared tonight – yeah, thanks, Shannon. All the people that shared tonight have um, a bunch more stories they'd love to share. And so if you know them personally, man, go grab a cup of coffee with them. Kind of say, what what else would you have for me? But here's, here's what I want you to leave with tonight. Um, I can't stress to you enough, you need to go somewhere. Uh, next week, if you're going to camp, it's going to be incredible. I, man, I am a camp guy. I love camp. It's going to be unbelievable. I think your life is going to be changed because of what's going to happen next week. Um, but I just know because of 2011 when I went to Thailand, there's just something that happens when you go somewhere and you see God's kingdom activity outside of the context you know it in. Uh, there's just something different that happens. That doesn't have to be across an ocean. Um, that could be up, you know, by the Mormon temple, at Grace City Church in San Diego, or all the churches that we work with. I just highlight some places that we serve here at Refuge, but I promise you there's tons of places you can get involved and serve at this church uh, and get involved in God's kingdom work. Um, we're going to share with those, those with you over the next, you know, couple months next year uh next summer we plan to go to thailand again i hope there's a lot more people on that trip that say god i put my yes on the table i don't know how i'm going to pay for it but i want to go uh or that zambia or that again when we start serving the wadi people and taking trips there i hope you start going to serve the wadi people because yes people in las vegas need jesus and it's our job to tell them about jesus but there's just something that happens inside of your heart and something that God does inside of you when you get on a plane and you go somewhere different and say, God, these people need you too. But more than that, maybe, I need your perspective on the nations. 
Uh, and God does that through things like mission trips. And so I hope tonight was uh, a small motivator. I know it, it may not have been huge, but as you meet with these people that went on this trip and as you hear more of God's work uh, in, in Thailand and other places in the world, I think you'll be more motivated to say, if you haven't gone, I need to go somewhere. I need, I need to put my yes on the table and wherever God leads me, uh, I need to go. So and we're going to worship a little bit more, but let me pray for us and then we'll be done tonight. God, tonight we, uh, we say thank you for all that you did in Thailand. Not, not even what you did, God, what you did through us. We say thank you for that. God, we say thank you for the lives that were changed because of you allowing us to go. We say thank you for the kids that heard the gospel. But God, I thank you so much that we just heard story after story of ways that you changed us. God, I pray right now for the person in the room that has never been on a trip, that has never maybe gotten out of their comfort zone in their relationship with you and said, God, whatever you want to teach me, I pray you teach me. God, I pray for that person right now that the next opportunity that comes, they wouldn't explain away why they can't be a part of it because I know I did that for years. But God, I pray that they would go. God, you say in your word very, very clearly, go therefore and make disciples. Yes, that means across the street, but that also means around the world. And so, Lord, I pray that you would put a burden on the young people in this room and myself and all the leaders. That, God, you meant it. When you said go, you meant it. So, Lord, I pray there would just be a burning desire for the students of Hope Church to see your kingdom come and your will be done all over the world. So, Lord, as we worship right now, would we worship knowing that we are singing to a God who is really, really big. God, that we're singing to a Lord of the universe that right now people in Thailand are worshiping. Right now people in Zambia are lifting up your name. God, we pray for the day that people that are part of the Wadi people group will lift up the name of Jesus Christ. And we trust you for that. And we just want to say as a group tonight that whatever you want us to be a part of in that, we say yes. Whenever that trip is, whenever that opportunity is, God, we tell you yes. Use us how you want to use us. This world is really big, but our God is bigger. And God, you can use us to reach the world. And God, show us more of yourself in that process. So I pray you do that. And I pray we just lift up your name in this time. We love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once you guys stand up, let's sing some songs tonight.